Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing, so just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Alright babe, let's take a moment to correct our posture, take a deep breath, and have some pure spectrum CBD. Sure. Hey sisters, CBD can help with acne, inflammation, anxiety, sleep, and so many other PCOS symptoms. I personally take it throughout the day to help keep my stress hormones nice and low. Not to mention, I sleep like a baby every night and I don't wake up fatigued at all. Now open your mouth please so I can give you a serving. Ah. Uh... Now hold it for 60 seconds. Head over to PureSpectrumCBD.com and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, for 10% off. Can I stop now? Nope, you got 30 more seconds. Doctor said you got PCOS, now go on girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them wrong. Control of yourself Join a sister and a mister Do we have a magical intro telling you want to do for this episode? I do want to tell the sisters something new that I learned about you that I really just didn't realize what? until recently during the mean? election. You're obsessed with data. And I think this is why you make such a great co-host on this podcast. Hmm. Because when we're like learning and reading about studies about PCOS and like when we interview people about PCOS, you really pick up on the fine details and the data they present when they present like research studies, you repeat them in episodes later. You know, and I always knew this about you, but now okay. it's an obsession. Okay. You sisters should see this man with the election. Are you... Okay, so it's because of the election. The okay. election, it's fantasy football, it's Bitcoin. I'm putting it all together now and it's really <laughs> making sense. I didn't realize it until the election happened. Yeah. Oh, if you're listening, we should say we, we recorded this a bit earlier. So like when you're listening, the election is just happening. It's like the second day where they haven't counted the votes yet. Whatever is happening, we don't know yet. Tell us, Sirak, you know you know. Uh, <laughs> you know you know. You've been watching it all day and yesterday. Well, it's so funny because the election is just like... Almost like football. There's like all these numbers like Ohio, Pennsylvania, Arizona, 47% counted, 98% outstanding. This Sirak is even joked about going live and like watching oh. the election live and like talking about the data and his prediction. And yeah. He's like doing the calculations of like how many electoral votes like, you know, so-and-so yeah. needs and what state needs to be won and the likelihood. Honestly, I'm so ahead of the, ch I was so ahead of the channels because like they were still, 
on this, talking about this state where I was like, okay, this state's over. It's all about this state. And, yeah. And if, if he doesn't win this, then it's it's like over. I was like, basically, I was mimicking John King. If you guys know who that was, just like just like Google John who King in election. He's the guy who's in front of the screen and like oh, zooming oh, oh. in and zooming out. You even out. called him handsome. I, I thought he was you? sexy. What? I did. I said this guy is so <laughs> sexy. <laughs> It's because silver, he's silver haired data? fox. What do I need to do? Read data? It's just, he's a silver haired fox. I don't know what to say. And he was just like talking about, he was like well dressed and just like talking about things and like that. And like, I'm not even, uh, I don't know. A fox? What are you saying? I don't know. And there was like several channels. I was going between all the different channels and he was my favorite host. I should just say, but you know, all the channels were just each saying their he own does stuff. The, ladies, he does the same for football and he does the same for Bitcoin. And then there was one more thing I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I just like numbers. I don't know what to say. And maybe you're right. That's thing. why I'm so, um, I can be so helpful with like retaining the information. Retaining inf- Sometimes you like spew like details from a previous episode from long ago. And I'll be like, oh, I forgot that, you know, that, that study or like that percentage or something. It just like sticks to you yeah. all you need is like one of those poles to like point to the screen oh my and God. you would live laser for pointer it. exactly <laughs> boo, boo, boo. one day one oh, day gosh maybe one day the podcast will have like a green screen behind it and we can like have a presentation oh stuff. my god anyways the, uh, well welcome sisters to this episode we should at least uh tell you what we're talking it. about today mm-hmm. all right so today's episode is going to be about endocrine disruptors now, when we say endocrine disruptors, I feel like this sounds like, like, what is this? Like, it's like this weird thing, but it's actually so common. Things such as nail products, like shampoos, oh, yeah. hair dyes, so many of uh, very common products um, that we use mm-hmm. today are actually endocrine disruptors. Soaps, cleaning supplies. There's so many all over our yeah. houses. Yeah. And I mean, we should start, babe. Can you explain what that means? Like, like what it means to be an endocrine disruptor? Sure. So the endocrine system is the way our organs talk to each other. They Mm -hmm. communicate through hormonal signals. And when you have an endocrine disruptor, it disrupts this system. And it basically, this toxin will clog the receptor site on your organ. Mm -hmm. And that uh, that, um, hormone won't be able to latch onto that receptor site and do its job so it's disrupting the hormonal communication in your body and that's why it's one important component for women with pcos because we already have this hormonal imbalance going and so the more disruption we have from toxins the worse it can get yeah that's a great explanation right there i I don't feel like i need to further explain it but basically the receptor gets blocked Mm -hmm. and it's not able to the hormone is not able to do its job exactly and the more issues can disrupt yeah, it. It, dis- it disrupts the whole system. So, mm-hmm. and sorry, and they're everywhere. You know what I mean? So we, yeah. we really want to break it down in this episode so that you're not overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. And later we'll talk about some of the endocrine disruptors that we've replaced in our house. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like r- this episode won't be about scaring you about these kinds of yeah. products. It'll be more about like helping you learn and at least fi- like find like a, a, a good balance between which products maybe like are better for you and which products you can use. Yeah, exactly. It's taken me a while to figure this out. So <laughs> I'll break it down. Yeah. So I think the first thing, the uh, great thing to start with is also debunking the estrogen myth. Mm-hmm. What is that big myth? Babe? Yes, it has a lot to do with estrogen dominance. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. 
they often say that women with PCOS have estrogen dominance, and it sounds like we make too much estrogen, but that's not the truth. The hormone estradiol, it's a form of estrogen, Mm. is actually typically low in PCOS women because our ovaries actually make less estrogen. But because of the way that our body works, we tend to be called estrogen dominant because of these toxins that mimic estrogen. And so that's why they call us estrogen dominant. And so there are a couple of reasons, and we'll get into them, why um, we have this estrogen dominance, why we're not able to detoxify ourselves or we absorb more endocrine disruptors. This is really interesting. Yeah. So it's like they think you're actually getting a lot of estrogen, but in fact, it's the endocrine disruptors mm-hmm. in many cases mimicking, mimicking exactly the, um, the estrogen. Yeah. And you're actually uh, more than likely low in estrogen. Well, yeah, low in the actual estrogen that's natural that we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So what are the reasons, sorry, reasons for <laughs> estrogen? I don't know, I felt like I read it like a villain. The reasons. <laughs> um, what are the reasons for estrogen dominance? So the first reason that people call women with PCOS estrogen dominant is because um, they're blending it with the endocrine disruptors. So like I said, and this is called xenoestrogens. These are called xenoestrogens, chemicals in our environment that act upon estrogen receptor sites. So women with PCOS do have estrogen dominance if you count these chemicals that are in plastics Mm. that mimic estrogen and they work on the estrogen receptors. So I'm talking about the plastic Tupperwares. I'm talking about the plastic scrubby that we use in the shower that I recently realized and replaced. That was in your stories. You've heard people saying like, "Don't microwave your food in a plastic that's container." That's crazy. Hold on, like the the in the shower, the thing you like you scrub your skin with mm-hmm. that can have like disruptors Pla- in there. Yeah, it's like what it, is that's mine crazy. was made of plastic, and I was showering, and I was like, "Hot water, plastic. What am I doing? Mm. Get this away yeah. from me." That's On- a good, good way to change something else. Yeah, least. it's like a minor change. Then we have that tea. The peak tea. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have the, the plastic in the tea bag, mm-hmm. which can obviously be an endocrine disruptor. That's a good replacement. With hot, right yeah, because like you put it in hot water, those plastic tea bags. It's these little things that really do add yeah. up. Like think of it this way. Those estrogen, those xenoestrogens in that plastic that you're consuming is clogging up those receptor sites. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference in our skin health, in our like general health with PCOS. Yeah. Okay. There's then, another reason. Yeah, another reason for estrogen dominance is that women with PCOS have reduced capability of eliminating toxins and they bioaccumulate these xenoestrogens. Mm-hmm. When they compare BPA levels, women with PCOS actually have higher levels. Yeah, because we can't get rid of them the way that other women may be able to. Mm-hmm. So it stores in our fat cells, it stores in our bodies, and not just that, it has to do with how we degrade and eliminate estrogen through the gut and the liver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes like uh, women with PCOS may not have a healthy gut or liver due mm-hmm. to the different symptoms of like insulin resistance yeah. and you know mm-hmm. other symptoms that yeah. they may be experiencing with PCOS. Insulin resistance can lead to leaky, I mean to liver 
um, fatty liver. Mm -hmm. And then the foods that we eat or the stress that we have can lead to leaky gut. Mm -hmm. And these are all important components of detoxifying our body. And so we tend to have like these issues and they dysregulate our ability to eliminate these toxins. Um, And that's how, you know, because... That's how we become estrogen dominant. We Mm -hmm. can't get rid of them. We absorb them more. You know, it's just a mess for us with PCOS. We're very susceptible to these things. So if you look at real ovarian estradiol, like the good estrogen that we make, women with PCOS are actually deficient. Mm -hmm. And those toxic xenoestrogens and poor estrogen metabolism contribute to, to what we call estrogen dominance. So we're just clarifying this like myth about estrogen dominance. And it's really good for everyone to know what this means and how we can help it when when we're diagnosed with it. Let's say you have a blood test and you have really high estrogen levels. You can realize that, you know, what type of estrogen, break it down. Is it estradiol or is it xenoestrogens? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there a test that they can people can do to like know what you have of each and like to kind of be like oh okay i have maybe too much maybe i should cut down on certain products well i actually had a dutch hormone test done and it told me how much estradiol i had okay. and that was a while ago i don't think you can test for xenoestrogens like generally through a blood test i'd have to look into that but you can est- you can look into what types of estrogen you have how much you have them because estrogen's broken down mm-hmm. you know so that's a good sign to see if it's actually high or if it's actually low. Yep. And then realize, you know, maybe it's xenoestrogens. Maybe we need to clean up our environment. Yeah. So if this is something like, like with estrogen, like you're like you're thinking, oh, am I like too low, too high? Just get that test done. See how, see what, what the level with your estradiol is and it'll be a good mm-hmm. indicator for like a next yeah, step. Yeah, exactly. So and it's important to remember too, like PCOS is an endocrine disorder. And like the organs talk to each other through these hormone messengers. And it's a very important like system in our in, in the body that you want to like maintain, especially yeah. with PCOS. So so like you just want to make sure that the xenoestrogens aren't latching on and disrupting this. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. It can contribute to all of our PCOS symptoms. Yeah. So it's just other than diet, this is lifestyle, endocrine disruptors. Mm-hmm. And to go, to continue, we're going to now talk about the common, the three common endocrine disruptors to look out for. Mm-hmm. The first one is uh, dioxin. Uh, dioxin is an environmental pollutant found in herbicides and paper bleaching and even found in food. Uh, it can be highly toxic and can cause uh, serious reproductive problems. Right. You know, mm. you want to look at that ingredient label and see if it says anything related to dioxin, ending in dioxin or dioxin in general. Okay. Because apparently it can be an endocrine res- uh, disruptor and studies are showing yeah. it can cause reproductive issues. Like, my God. Yeah. You know, these are like common products. Yeah, they found like, in common products. Yeah. like And who knows, like maybe you're, you're just like there's like a certain product that may have more of it or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's good to look out for it. Check the ingredients. Right. Next one. Bisphenol A, a.k.a. BPA. That's the big one. Yes. Estrogen mimicking compound. Mm-hmm. Okay. So studies show that exposure of rats to BPA is linked with PCOS-like symptoms and dysregulation of insulin. So, I mean, of course, this study was done on rats. Obviously, it's not humans. But it still shows that BPA is linked to PCOS-like symptoms and dysregulating insulin. And so 
that just goes to show like all these people who are saying, you know, watch out for BPA, watch out for BPA, especially for women with PCOS. You know, it's very important for our cells health. Yeah. To watch out for BPA. And you may be wondering, like, oh, how, how do they allow people, like, um, companies to make product or to make products with these ingredients? And, like, how is this legal? So the thing is, there are laws against, like, these products, but the laws are only for short term, meaning you can't have a certain amount of BPA that's going to um, cause so and so from that one serving. Mm-hmm. So the, the, maybe the one time you use that certain product, is it going to actually cause anything? Most likely not, right? Your, your body will be able to kind of like detoxify if it's only just one time. Mm-hmm. However, the thing with like these products like BPA and dioxin and these like endocrine disruptors is that over time, your body just builds like a storage. Like it doesn't, it's not able to right. um, detox, detox it. them. Yeah. And it just like builds storage and it stores in the fat cells and different areas. And then um, that's where it can eventually like cause like a lot, um, a lot Disruption worse. Disruption yeah, of your hormones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's not the one time that mm-hmm. you eat it. It's like the, after like five years of using the same products or th- yeah. same plastic containers or like, you know, water bottles, like it's such a common thing. You mm-hmm. know, some people just have plastic water bottles that they ha- grab every single day. Like after a while with PCOS, it can get to you. Yeah, it's interesting how like they don't look at the long term, you know, research and studies to like make these mm-hmm. laws. Like it just probably shouldn't be allowed, period. If it's going to, because who's going to not use that product for a long time? Like, yeah, who, they don't know. And, um, yeah sometimes we sometimes we get containers that say bpa free Mm -hmm. and even those may have something similar to bpa so it's not actually a good replacement yeah if it's plastic if it's still plastic they're just using like a different version of bpa yeah we talked about this with dr tom o'brien he joined our um, podcast episode like Mm -hmm. a thing like 10 episodes ago you can find it in, in the episode list but he talked about like bpa and these different products and like how like you just got to go with glass to be the most like right. the safest option is just glass containers and he like talked about a lot of the research studies that showed like like pregnant women and their bpa levels and how it impacted mm-hmm. the um the cognitive development of their children like seven ten years down the line like we talked about it on the podcast and it was it's like crazy to to think right like how something now can impact your life 20 30 years from now you are totally right and you're also proving my point earlier in this podcast when i talked about how good you are at retaining data (laughs) you are literally pulling from a podcast episode from like weeks ago months months ago ago. and like pulling research studies (laughs) on like seven to ten years with that being said don't be scared sisters we're going to talk about you know Mm -hmm ways you can like not be worried about this stuff and yes. like it's obviously you don't have to quit everything and you don't have to like you know just be completely i don't know living in glass houses or something <laughs> but okay uh um, lastly though the third thing the third um, oh, endocrine yeah. disruptor that's uh, uh very common is pesticides like mm-hmm. you know like ddt was like the very um bad pesticide that used to be i don't think it's used anymore from uh in, oh, really? in, in america but they used to use it a lot mm-hmm. um but yeah it affects your reproductive system yeah you know, you can look up the Dirty Dozen, which are the foods that are recommended to buy organic versions mm-hmm. of. Um, and especially like anything that you can peel, you want to peel off like the top layer so that you're not consuming what's exposed to any pesticides. So, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to buy everything organic. Um, oh, actually, but, you know, yeah, it says DDT is still used in South America, Africa and Asia. 
and uh, farmers use DDT on a variety of, fru- of food crops in the United States and worldwide. Um, but I don't think it's still used anymore. It's effective. Yeah, it banned it in 1972. But, but you know, like we get, I'm sure we get some uh, products from outside the country, mm-hmm. you know? So who knows? But oh my God, we do. Like we get all types of fruits and vegetables, yeah. even when they're out of season because they world. come from other countries. Yeah. So maybe they are using it. Oh gosh. Okay. So <laughs> deep breaths, sisters. Yeah, deep breaths. You know, like Sirak said, one step at a time. You don't have to overhaul everything. Yeah, and like find the balance. So like, like let's be honest. Like Talian, mm-hmm. what do you use you personally that you think is an endocrine disruptor? And I'll start by naming your nails. <laughs> you get your nails done. And I you know do. what? I'm happy you do, and it look they look great. They look beautiful. No Thanks. complaints there. But obviously, it's not like you're getting the most friendly nails right it's like you know they're not pcos friendly and i'm here to say it yeah i'm sure there's all types of chemicals i get this thing called silk you know it's not acrylic it's like silk that they glue onto your nails and i'm sure it's so bad but you know what like i do my best let me just have this one thing you know you can't be like completely perfect at everything maybe one day but not right now I try like the other day I told you I was showering and I realized that the loofah is made of plastic and I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, get it away from me. Mm -hmm. And then even the plastic shower curtain, I heard like that steam, that hot water. Are you serious? That can leach. That's where you lost me right there. The steam and the shower. What am I going to just shower like completely naked out to the world? I don't know. Like a glass shower door is ideal. Glass is the answer. (laughs) Um, Also, you remember the coffee cup lid? That, yeah, that so when you drink yeah. when you drink coffee, the steam like from Starbucks, the steam from the coffee hit the plastic lid that you're sipping from and mm-hmm. that is actually releasing PPA. Leaching it into you know, how the steam like hits yeah. the plastic and then drips down back or into the couch. The water. What was it if you do something to it? Scotch guard. If you scotch guard anything, it yeah. it uh, basically is a like a what is it? An endocrine disruptor, it can be mm-hmm. so many things. Yeah. I mean we have a list here. We're like bouncing up and down the list, but you know what actually you know sidetrack but even swiffer like we are stepping barefoot on the floor we have pores at the bottom of our feet large pores that absorb like more than most of our body like at the bottom of our feet and we're stepping on our cleaning solutions that we're using on our floors well ours we at least we use organic stuff, we use organic which stuff doesn't work it barely cleans but at least i know it's been cleaned even though if it doesn't look like the stains are gone it's but you true. know at least i tried my best well i mean i looked up swiffer on the um ewg website which is where i look up all the levels of toxicity of all the products that i use mm-hmm. and like swiffer was pretty bad really? so you can't convince me to get any swiffer in this house we don't use Swiffer, so we just, I usually just vacuum and then we wipe it once a week and boom. I know. We use the healthy stuff. Does it work? No. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways, um, as we were saying, we we're, conti- we're talking about like, you know, like how we are exposed, you know, there's makeup, plastic bottles, canned food, mm-hmm. receipts. Do you know that receipts have a lot of BPA on them or, or uh, was it yeah. BPA or was yeah, it yeah. dioxin? BPA. And like cleaning products we're talking about, you know, when you reheat leftovers in plastic, but you know, like if there, it can be so many places. But one thing you can do is like, like there is a website EWG. Did you say? Yes. We'll link it in the description. Basically, there's a website that tells you what products are the most. Maybe take a look, see what's the most, and then see like maybe like you can remove one or two. And like obviously, yeah. let's not panic here and remove everything. Exactly. But just try your best to like. 
go at a pace where you can remove one or two things and then like feel a bit better maybe help a little bit of that um your your endocrine system out yeah when you buy new products after you run out of what you have just consider buying a more um organic or like hormone friendly product look something up on ewg's website and see like what might be better than what you're already using yeah. you don't have to like grab everything and throw it away at once yeah even though we you have, really want to yes mm. absolutely i know i want to uh, that's how i am too but let's uh, let's let's do the eight tips okay let's yeah do it. so we have eight tips how to cut out endocrine disruptors these are like eight quick tips you can maybe start today and you know they're qu uh, quick tips so you don't have to go all in right it's just like a couple of small things you can do first right. one is clean up your shower mm -hmm. replace your plastic loofah mm -hmm. your soaps you know like the plastic shower curtain like one of those right yeah one of those just start with one yeah. the other day i did the loofah yeah. whatever i did the soap a year ago i swapped all of our soaps made sure that they were True. hormone friendly and i still i'm still pretty clean wouldn't you say yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh second one clean up your pantry so for example plastic tupperwares um you can replace them with like high quality food grade silicone 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 mm -hmm. and then or or, or like steel. stainless steel pyrex makes some great glass um mm -hmm. containers i think glass is like the best yeah so you know i bought new tupperwares and i was all about them until i realized that the lid was plastic yeah what's that and about i was like what am i doing <laughs> i thought this was healthy so how do you do i don't know how you don't know. isn't the how do you get glass on glass to shut down though you need a seal you need, you need a, a plastic pla seal or maybe a silicone seal gosh darn it anyways why can't nasa make something nasa you gave us a mas mattress you gave us tempurpedic why can't you give us some sort of a container <laughs> all right uh third one is uh, oh this is like the my favorite one out of this whole list because it's the easiest one and i think it's like the most common one is a glass get a glass water bottle to replace plastic uh, bottles and mm -hmm. avoid plastic cups when you order hot drinks yeah have your own reusable tumbler is yeah that what it's called? and i mean like really like the plastic water bottles are so bad no joke when you yeah. keep on reusing them it's actually even worse because it's like over constant wear it's releasing more and yeah. plus a lot of those plastic water bottles when you like let's say you you know you may buy them from like a store right they get the 12 24 big big box but like that who knows where that came from like how long it took how long it was in a hot truck Ew. how long it was exposed to the sun maybe when it was outside like right. where did it come from it's just like so many variables whereas if you just you know um that's oh, okay Whereas if you just have like a like a water container, like some sort of thermos, what are they called? For example, I think thermos is what it's yeah. called. But for example, Sirak's awful water yeah. jug from Takeya. I love Takeya. Obviously, it's this is not sponsorship at all. So not on brand with the yeah. color. It's Every like time I do green. a story, it's this gigantic lime green bottle. She always tells me to like move the water bottle because it doesn't go with her. Good, aesthetic. With her aesthetic. <laughs> okay, next. Okay. Peel all non-organic fruits and vegetables. Buy grass-fed and choose seasonal foods. Yeah. So that's a good point. You know, I like to make sure that the meat, the packaging says like hormone-free mm -hmm. and like grass-fed and all of the nice things. Yeah. Um, I try to buy from the the deli or is that what it's called? You know, so that it's not wrapped in plastic already. Like I just buy it from the butcher. Oh, I see. You know. Yeah, yeah, and it's also a lot of times more fresh that way too. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, like, so with the fruits, veggies, like if it's non-organic, 
like peel them because you don't know what was on the skin yeah it's yeah. wax whatever you don't yeah. want to consume that and then with the grass-fed you know like obviously a lot of like um farms in america like they have like a lot of different hormones and stuff they put it give to the cows in mm-hmm. order to keep them like sustainable and keep like milking them and stuff you know yeah. it's just like it's, it's it's very sad what they do but yeah um going organic or grass-fed can, can help with that okay the next one's really good replace your sunscreen if it has parabens these two parabens are the top two found in sunscreen for mbc is the name of one and benzophenone is the name of another i'm gonna say something about this one we tried this this last summer uh-huh. we tried we bought one it was this cream and it was so bad it, every, every time we would use it basically you put it all over your like i would put it all over my upper body and it, i would just be white like my skin would have the white cream on top crusted over so the whole time it looked like i was just like someone had just rubbed me in some sort of like heavy cream uh, like whipped cream yeah that didn't like absorb absorb and then like i would go into the water and then it would just all all come off off, and then i was was that was not a good idea we need to get a new one that's the thing you have to try try one yeah you have to try them out you guys like sometimes it's not gonna work out i buy soap detergent things like that i don't like it i change it every time i buy it because i want to see which one i like speaking of detergent i think we've tried literally like six or seven different brands that are all like natural and like organic without all the harmful ingredients i think i finally found one i'll let you guys know if it's the one but i'm on like the fourth fifth one I'm yeah, trying. I'm not and sure. And yes, I am the one doing because one of my duties in the house is to do the laundry. That's right. I don't fold. I'm going to be clear about this right now. <laughs> I don't do the folding, but I do do the washing. Not by hand. The machine. I load the machine. I put the powder. I transport to the dryer and I transport to the basket. And then and, he transports it to me. And that is the deal we have made in this house. <laughs> the bylaws that we have agreed upon. Yeah, and it works. Floors and laundry and dishes. And vacuuming. I said floors. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Floors envelops vacuuming and wiping. Exactly. So. Okay. <laughs> Next one, cosmetics. So avoid synthetic fragrances in cleaning products and candles. So obviously, I'm not telling you to go to the bathroom and throw everything away. But I am saying every time you buy a new one, consider ordering from a more hormone-friendly mm-hmm. um, brand. I like Beauty Counter. They have great beauty products. Mm -hmm. Also, candles. Like, you really want to make sure you're not buying candles that are toxic because they, like, release the toxins and you're breathing them in the air. Mm -hmm. So, I like to buy really organic and clean products. Um, Sometimes they're made of, like, coconut. Sometimes they're made with essential oils for the fragrance. Not like, oh, my gosh. I literally... Now with fragrances, I know if something's synthetic because it instantly gives me this like nauseated yeah, feeling like and a heavy. headache. Yeah. yeah. I literally can't stand it anymore because I've cleaned my fragrance in terms of fragrance, my environment of fragrances yeah. that are synthetic. So make for, sure you're getting clean candles. Yeah. And for uh, for candles, shout out to Mom, M-O-M-E candle. Mm-hmm. Like they're one of our favorite candles. I mean... I don't know. I feel weird saying one of our one of our favorite candles, but Talin got it. And we I like, light a candle every night. Yeah, and it's from Armenian brand. I mean, uh, we're not affiliated at all. Like, there's no like obviously sponsorship on the podcast, but we just personally like them. They smell great and so good. They're from a Armenian company, and they're like donating a, a percentage to Armenia. So like that that's great. Like mm-hmm. great to buy. I from love them. them. Yep. 
Try not to handle paper receipts. That's our next, our eighth tip. You mentioned this earlier. Oh yeah, those, yeah. Those BP that BPA in yeah, the receipts it's at the I cash didn't register. Me this. It has so much. You said right. It has like one of the hi- it has the highest amount I've That's read. Crazy. The and paper. You touch it and it gets in your pores. The ink. Sometimes you put hand sanitizer after you go grocery shopping and then you touch the receipt and then it absorbs even more. Wow. Like you really have to think about these things. Just Be don't like, take just it. Email me the receipt or just like grab it and throw it away. Like, or don't take it. Like, I mean, yeah. who returns something to the grocery store? I, I get it for like when you're buying something big, obviously. Like you Sometimes. Gonna, it's but like, like groceries, I every time we go to like grocery store, I never get the receipt. I'm like, oh, no, thank you. And then. Because I don't like, want to come back just to return, like, something yeah. random. But I get it. Like, it's going to Actually, sorry, sisters. Definitely take the receipt if you need to. Don't just not take it. <laughs> it's like you buy a laptop and you don't take the receipt and then you have to, like, return it. Okay, yeah, there's that. All right. Okay, so those are our eight tips. And then we actually asked you, sisters, we on Instagram, PCUS.WeightLoss. If you don't follow, make sure you follow us on PCUS.WeightLoss. Um, on DMs, we asked you, what endocrine disruptors have you swapped? All right. Sailor Moon Lover says, I got rid of plastic bottles, switched body and face washes as well. Nice. That's great. Plastic bottles. I love that. And I think, Talent, you did the same thing with your face wash, right? Yes. You got micellar water? Yeah. It's just. How do I know these things? I don't know. (laughs) How do you know that? Uh, Next one is. Amazon order. Is that why? No, I just see it because you leave everything out. (laughs) (laughs) I never leave stuff out. Okay. First of all, we're not supposed to lie on the podcast. <laughs> you no, stop it. It's in that side mirror cabinet. Read the next. You know one. what? I'm gonna just <laughs> be the bigger man here and let, let it go. <laughs> Ashley Hiller says, "All exclamation point skincare, toothpaste, deodorant, lotions. I only use Young Living products. That's I haven't heard those heard of that brand, but Young Living. We'll check that out. I look them up." They're oh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And w- that's great too. She, she really like um, replace a lot of different like things. And the deodorant yeah. is oh, one thing that we've done. Too. Yeah. Lotion. We definitely replaced that. Toothpaste. I think Tallinn has the <gasps> toothpaste. Yes. But I don't use it. I still use the uh, Colgate just because like that fluoride, man. I no, don't know. No, no, <laughs> no. The toothpaste I use is so good. Let's link it in the okay. description. The toothpaste and the mouthwash because oral health is really important for PCOS. We should just link all the stuff that we personally yeah. use just so that if you're curious and okay. like you want to make some switches, you can find some ones that you know are good from, okay. our, from our personal opinion. We're going to do it, sisters. Yeah. All right. Next one is uh, Jay Martinez Nelson. She says, truly non-toxic household cleaner made with essential oils that help boost immune system. That's cool. Truly That's cool. is the brand. Okay. Cool. Oh, that the brand? Okay, yeah. truly. Okay. Yeah, like the household cleaner is so big. I mean, um, oh, you, you don't want to like step on yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We have we have a couple. Ours is called Pure or something? Yes. That's the one we're using now. I always switch it because yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just find new ones and try them because honestly, it's only been a year since I've started with like this endocrine disruptor cleansing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Um KDM says cleaners, makeup, beauty products, perfume, so much more. Perfume. That's, That's a tough, a tough one. one. I don't think I'm going to like throw out my Chanel perfume. Like I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's not one yeah, that like, I'm throwing. Yeah, how often like do you put it like you put a couple times a week and, you know. Yeah, or like once a week. Yeah. Especially okay. now, but yeah. I think Especially now. 
But like we said, find your balance. Whichever yeah. ones you feel are the most important, go for it. So Katie, maybe she found that the perfume was more important for her and that's great for her. Maybe she wears it all the time. Yeah. Then I would totally... And honestly, if I found a clean perfume brand, I'd look. I'd probably buy one just to have that and my Chanel. Yeah, I'm sure there's <laughs> ones that smell good. I mean, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, na- Naturally, Tiffany says, plastic food storage, we switch the glass. That's Perfect. a great one right there. Love that. Chelsea says, Chelsea Adamer says, all my beauty, face, and body products and candles to Young Living and Essential Oils. That's another Young Again, Living. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Holistic Christina says, air fresheners. Now use grow room spray and essential oils. Mm. Oh, yes. Air fresheners? Oh, my God. Those Glade plugins? <gasps> Don't get me started. They are so awful. Wow. And every time I go to someone's house and they have it in the bathroom or like they have it, I I have to like hold my breath. Like I literally can't stand the smell of synthetic things like the Glade air fresheners. You know, they were so popular at one point too. You would see them at every person's yeah. house. Like you would walk in, Glade, Glade. Why? I, I feel like I don't see them as often now. Because yeah. like they don't really like work i feel like I maybe mean, they do but i just never like was like wow this room smells like maybe because they're amazing. so toxic people are coming to their senses yeah <laughs> okay sarah nis says plastic water bottles just started using glass that's the best awesome that's the best glass or any one of those like uh, metal you know containers that mm-hmm. you can buy one All step right. at a time yeah exactly remember that sisters with these endocrine disruptors one step at a time. You don't have to replace all these things. You heard us like tallying with our nails, and we, but right. like, we do other things too. Like I don't know right now off the top of our head, but like we just have certain things that we switch, like soap, lotion, maybe all the things you heard. Yeah, soap, lotion, some of my makeup, not my nails, most of the things in the kitchen. No plastic, as best as I can, like clean that out of our vicinity yeah um yeah and that's pretty much it cleaning supplies i'm sure we have a long way to go maybe when we get a house one day our furniture and stuff we'll ask like if it's made of toxic materials if they've sealed it with toxic materials but one step at a time exactly exactly Alrighty. with that being said we're going to go to the last part of the podcast the episode which is the wins of the week if you're new every week we we like to announce a couple of winners um, either from Instagram or from the sisterhood. And they are sisters who are managing their PCOS, you know, like um, improving their symptoms, losing weight, you know, whatever that may be. We're just always here to basically support them through their success. And cheer you on. Exactly. So the first winner, Maggie Anderson. She says, hi, sisters. When I was 14 years old, I was overweight. I had irregular periods, unwanted hair, bad acne, and it led me to be diagnosed with PCOS. I had several doctors and specialists weighing me, looking at my body hair, and had to have an ultrasound. I was prescribed metformin, which made me so sick I couldn't go to school, and so I stopped taking it. I remember the specialist told my mom that I would likely be infertile when I am older, which made me cry. Being a teenager, all of this led me to have so much shame around my body and my diagnosis that I didn't even want anything to do with PCOS again and just ignored the symptoms. Now, 10 years later, I stumbled across the sisterhood on Instagram and after eating gluten-free for six weeks, I was already dairy-free before, I have lost 4.3 kilograms, which is 9.5 pounds and feel so grateful to have found this amazing, informative, supportive system in the sisterhood. That's amazing, Maggie. How exciting. Yeah, that is so exciting and like, 
I'm I'm sorry, Maggie. You had to go through, you know, like not feeling supported, yeah. you know, like earlier. It's not uncommon, yeah. to just disregard PCOS until you know way later when yeah. you feel re- ready to yeah. attack it. Of, of course, and that's why, like she said, thank you for this amazing su- support system. But it's really the sisters, like like you, Maggie, and everyone that builds that support system in the sisterhood. Like everyone's talking with each other, helping each other, and that's only through like this supportive system that, like, basically, like. Cheering each other on and commenting and all these things. Yeah, so that's great. I love that. All right. The next win. Do you want to read it, babe? She's from the sisterhood as well. All right. Uh, Next winner is Izzy Definis. She says, hi, I am new here. I've been following the sisterhood Instagram since the summer and went gluten and dairy-free late July and lost 16 pounds. I I finally officially joined the sisterhood and my Avastol is coming in tomorrow. Amazing. I recently got blood work and my insulin is extremely high and slightly high testosterone. I get the worst hair under my chin and that is probably one of the most annoying things to me. Hopefully the Vastal will help and I'm excited to officially start my journey. I love all your posts and tips so thanks for that everyone. Aww. So nice. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, hanging there sister honestly mm-hmm. with with uh these symptoms, you know, like with the like the chin under the hair and like with hair loss and and hair growth. It's just many times about being patient with like the changes. Like we talk about with insulin resistance, it talks about it takes about six to twelve months. Mm-hmm. You've already done uh, a lot of great progress. It sounds yeah. like you know even before joining the sisterhood, and it's just building on that you know that those fundamentals, g- getting better and better, and then eventually like your symptoms like fully reverse and like you know exactly. You're, you're it just takes time and consistency and a lot of cheering on each other. That's what we do in the sisterhood. That's right. Yes. Right. That marks the end of, end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening, sisters. I hope you switch out one of the products in your household for something more PCOS friendly. Yeah. Alrighty. We'll be back next week. Everyone, have a great one. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.